Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. We'll be having a blessed day today, as always, and be sure to check out a lot of the specials we have at healthmasters.com ending this month. At the end of the month, we have the potassium iodine, molecular iodine as product of the week. That will be changing over tomorrow, so be sure to vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. And also the NAC and acetylcysteine, also on its super sale right now for 25% off. That will be running until the end of the month as well, along with a few other kits like the Ultimate Stress Control Kit and the Back to School Kids Pack. Be sure to check those out right now at healthmasters.com and get stocked up if you need anything at all. And feel free to give us a call if you have any questions or any basically need any advice on nutrition or supplementation or health advice. We're here to help you guys out the best we can. And also, too, in other news is something that I found to be interesting. We'll see how far this goes. I've been reading some of it on Zero Hedge and also Epoch Times. It's very interesting. And the Pfizer is apparently, legally now, there's a bunch of lawsuits that are starting to brew up against Pfizer as uh, basically these lawyers for Brooke Jackson. Now, if you remember Brooke Jackson, she worked as the regional director at one of the clinical trials used to develop the Pfizer vaccine. Brooke Jackson was third in command at the clinical trials conducted by Ventivia Research Group as part of Pfizer's application for emergency use authorization of COVID-19 vaccine. Now, if you recall, this story came out like the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, when she blew the whistle on these guys. And she was there for only 18 days before she was fired by Ventivia after reporting what she called absolute mayhem and an utter disregard for safety protocols and federal regulations in developing vaccines. Jack has submitted over 400 exhibits as part of her complaint. She even stated that a former Taco Bell cashier was among those tasked with injecting patients with the experimental jab who had zero background in any type of nursing or injection protocols. And if you guys remember... Jackson was not some anti-vaccine, you know, anti-vaxxer, allegedly a term they like to use, that came in there. She had actually worked on a long list of government-run clinical trials for vaccines, and essentially she blew the whistle on this, stating that essentially it was the uh, absolute mayhem and pretty much the worst vaccine trial and completely unscientific manipulation, things weren't controlled, that she had ever seen. She was fired after 18 days when she brought this to her superiors. Now, she has got an attorney, multiple attorneys apparently, one of those being Warner Mundahal, and they're stating that Pfizer cannot use the government as a shield from liability for making false claims about its COVID-19 injection. They've argued in response. Pfizer has said they want a motion to dismiss the False Claim Act lawsuit. However, it has not been dismissed. Lawyers for Brooke Jackson the drug company, they stated the drug company cannot induce the taxpayers to pay billions of dollars for a product. That honest data would show poses more risk than benefits, and they ignored the actual contract in the law itself. Jackson's lawsuit alleges that Pfizer and two of its subcontractors violated the False Claim Safety Act by providing bogus clinical trial results to garner the FDA approval of its COVID-19 vaccine. Now, we've talked about this in detail on the data that has come out now from Pfizer that was released by the FDA, essentially, or FDA forced Pfizer to release it. 
55,000 pages they come out in each trove. We've talked about it pretty much every month, all the way down to you know 46% of the pregnant women that were in the trial have spontaneous miscarriages, which is vastly greater than any other clinical trial of any drug we've seen, much less one that actually got approved for human usage. And the list goes on and on and on and on. You guys know the story that I've told you guys and all the research that's come out about it. So essentially what they're stating is under federal law, individuals can sue on behalf of the government and win damages if they can prove an individual or company directly lied to the government. One of Jackson's attorneys, Warner Mendenhall, said the payout could be as much as $3 trillion if they went through all the way. Now, again, this isn't something that I personally think is just going to happen. This is Pfizer. This is Big Pharma. This is not going to go down without an absolute insanity of a fight, and I don't even know if it's going to go there. But again, what's interesting about this now is this is something that I didn't even know about, the False Claim Act. Now I'm learning more about it. Now I'm finding that there's actually a very, very significant case they have here. Mendenhall, whose law firm has won multi-million dollar false claim acts cases, has stated this is a very serious case. In motions to dismiss the lawsuit, Pfizer and its subcontractors argued that the government, not a private citizen, can only initiate a false claim act complaint and the lawsuit against them should be dismissed. They said the relator may not pursue the claims against Pfizer without the government first pursuing them in admin proceedings. However, Mendenhall said a false claim act is independent of the government's knowledge and that Jackson only has to prove Pfizer and its subcontractors presented fraudulent information to the FDA. And the world should be disgusted, is what she stated, by what went on here with the shameful acts behind this dangerous vaccine. So, again, this isn't something that's going to just happen overnight. This is probably something that's going to go on in court for years and years and years. You can look at what happened with DuPont, with what they did in that city. You can watch the movie Dark Waters, and it was just class action lawsuit, lawsuit. I mean, it went on and on and on, and DuPont did all kinds of stuff, including threatening people and all kinds of allegations to prevent these things from being shown with the PFOAs and what they did as the forever chemicals and how they harmed the endocrine system and caused cancer and all these things. Pfizer is right up there in that category now, except what they have now. And here's the big problem that Pfizer has. These clinical trials they did were heavily manipulated, and a huge portion of these trials show that these shots were not safe when you dig down into them and you actually read the data. This is why it's been so so bad for them every single month when this stuff comes out. And we find out now there was, it was not safe. It was not effective. It was not a vaccine that actually worked. In fact, it was the complete opposite. Then it caused significant damage, including the fact that Pfizer had to hire thousands of more individuals on their task force to handle all the adverse event claims that were coming out about it. And so, again, this is something that's going to be interesting to watch. Is it going to go anywhere because Pfizer's so big? I don't know. I do know we saw it happen with Monsanto, how Bayer essentially absorbed them after what happened with glyphosate. But glyphosate is still on the market. DuPont still has PFOAs on the market. But again, at the end of the day, this at least needs to come to the surface so people know what's going on and they have the ability to make a true, informed, wise decision and not be just told, oh, you have to take the shot because we told you you have to take the shot. That is not acceptable in the Constitutional Republic under any means whatsoever. So at least I'm, they're pushing forward with this, but we'll just have to wait and see how, how far it's actually going to go, Deb. What do you think? 
you know, more and more cover-ups, more and more Pfizer, Moderna cover-ups, more and more research that we brought to you guys two years ago and told you don't do this shot, don't do this vaccine, don't take this, don't let, don't get involved in Operation Warp Speed, don't support Trump on this, don't believe what he's saying. This is going to be an unbelievable mess. And now we've got, you know, they're saying that some of the results now that are testing a lot of these, you know, high college football players, up to 50% of them have undiagnosed myocarditis. It's not going to end, guys. And see, that's what I've always told you guys. They're not going to nuke the planet. They're going to use biologicals. And they even went a step further. They didn't use biologicals. They got people to willingly inject themselves with mRNA vaccines in order to reduce the population and destroy fertility rates. They've done this on purpose. And, and I've, I've told you and told you and told you, and I, gosh, you know, I don't want to be right about this stuff, but this is who they are. It's the group, the boys and girls with George Soros and Davos and Klaus Schwab and all the weirdos out of, out of Davos. And I, I'm really proud of Governor DeSantis. He's had a meeting and he goes, in Florida, we don't want the values of Davos. We want the values of Destin and Dunedin and Funiac Springs. And he, the resolution passed today that will direct Florida's fund managers to make sound investment on returns, not woke ideology. This is DeSantis saying this himself. So I'm really starting to like DeSantis. I'm just not sure exactly, you know, what to think of him because, again, we saw the same thing with Trump back in 2015 in which he just seemed too good to be true, and then they came after him. And, and now you got to also realize Robert David Steele, though I didn't really agree with most of the stuff he said, he, in, the, in the initials, and he, plus he worked for the CIA. And you remember, you know, once CIA, always CIA. But he did say a lot of stuff that was correct. I got to give him credit for that. We had him on the show once years ago. And he said that Trump was the accidental president, that Hillary Clinton was supposed to have won, that the rig was in, and that they're going to, no matter what, give the election to Hillary. In fact, she was so angry, the biatch, that she basically started throwing stuff and slinging stuff and flipping tables and doing all kinds of crazy stuff when she found she had lost because they couldn't go through with the steal the way they had planned on it. And so what they ended up doing is they ended up pushing the steel using those mules, you know, if you watch that movie, 2,000 Mules, to make sure that Trump was not reelected. Now, this is – let me give you some background real quick. You know, this whole thing, this Russian hoax that happened with Trump when he started, it snapped him real tight. And, you know, he was – I'm, I'm going to tie a bunch of stuff together here this morning that you haven't heard me talk about before. But just stay with me on this. We're going to tie it all back to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, and Mossad. And we we got to just go this way today because we've got to make sense out of this stuff. The Russian hoax that was propagated by Operation Crossfire Hurricane is central to the deep state's continued penetration and perpetuation of their crimes. Mar-a-Lago, according to a lot of people now, was raided because the Department of Justice needed to remove all the Crossfire Hurricane evidence away from Donald Trump. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago to impede his litigations and essentially and especially to prevent public discovery of the crime. The globalists, I'm going to say the globalists, the Kabbalists, the Luciferians who have infiltrated our government, they require control over all of the crossfire hurricane records in order to continue their unimpeded destruction of the United States and to complete the handover of this country to the World Economic Forum, which is being controlled again through the Mossad, through Israel, and through (laughs) the satanic Kabbalist Luciferians who run the international banking cartels. They want a one-world government with a one-world religion, with a (laughs) one-world They, they want Lucifer to rule the planet, everybody to bow down to him. This Russian hoax, you know, was a false narrative that was, you know, still going on that is central to all these criminal activities. And basically the Biden administration is continuing to push it because, you know, they're running the Biden administration too. Biden's not in charge. The Russian hoax was a false flag that justified the spying on the Trump's campaign on the unrelenting sabotage of Trump's presidency. 
It's justified, quote-unquote, by the FBI's interference into the 2020 election with a cover-up of Hunter Biden laptop and with the censorship and the massive deplatformings of those who discussed it on social media. The Russian hoax justified the Mueller investigation, and as we've recently learned from this one commentator named Tor Morris, that the Russian hoax was prompted by the Obama's DHS secretary, Yen Johnson. Now, this is, this is according to Tori, but to, to Tori Morris. And that this was done to declare election hardware and software to be federal critical infrastructure on January the 6th, 2017, two weeks before Trump took office. Now, when they declare this critical infrastructure on January the 16th, 2017, it allowed the federal government to control the voting machines. By alleging that the Russia had attacked the U.S. critical infrastructure, our elections were quietly federalized, even in the, all the states, and thereby came under the control of the globalists, the Kabbalist Luciferians, without the knowledge or the consent of the United States people. The false allegation that the Russians hacked the 2016 election and that the Russians installed Trump into the presidency is what, is what ostensibly triggered the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, to be brought into the 2018 and 2020 elections via the private contractors, like CrowdStrike and other deep state cutouts and fronts, who have contracted with either the states of the secretaries of state or the county board of electors or county judges. They do this in order to control the elections in their respective jurisdictions according to contracts unearthed by Tory. Now, what's interesting about this is we found that these people that in these elected office positions go all the way down to the local county levels. We saw that this week when last week the people who were at the county who were basically on the school board who were hardcore communists, one of them a hardcore lesbian. I may say in glee now she's gone. She's no longer a school board member at the end of this term. Basically, were saying on their Facebook page that they were being overrun by a group of homeschoolers who had no right to vote in the elections to start with or interfere with county government schools. Now, remember, all of us here, though we homeschooled our children, we want the best for all of the children in Polk County. But they said they came out against us on Facebook to condemn us for saying that the people shouldn't vote for them because we weren't using the school system, though we were paying huge amounts of property tax every single year in order to keep these guys paid and on, on, on the staff and allow them to continue to destroy our county. And, and when you understand that, who these people are and what they've done, you start to realize how absolute controlling it is. And she goes on to say, you know, you have to verify who's controlling your elections in your county and tell them, I never consented to federal agencies in any part of my elections. By law, the U.S. elections are to be handled at the county level not by unelected communist federal government Kabbalist Luciferians who are actively sabotaging every aspect of our nation and our sovereignty. This is how our country is being stolen by the Kabbalists. No amount of poll watching will stop the steal of the next elections unless we have voter integrity again and we get rid of these basically electronic spying devices that have been put into our local county elections. Now, Governor DeSantis has done something to that. He filed, he did the Integrity Elections Act. And what he's done is when you come in, you have to have a driver's license, an ID showing that you're an American citizen, number one. Number two, they strip they strip off the top of your ballot, and they print out a little form that shows your driver's license has been used, and they staple it together. So you can't have somebody voting over and over and over and over and over again. You have to go back. Or we can go back to paper ballots. That would work, too. But you have to have proper ID. But this information war they've been strafing on us for the last few years – you know, it's about digital elections theft. That's what they're trying to do is cover it up. And, and this and this is this is what we have to realize. And that it was basically the DHS had their systems disabled in 2016. And they said it was out of Georgia in which this happened, which allowed them 
to basically, which basically created the problem for them and didn't allow them to hack the election the way they wanted to with Hillary Clinton. Again, I say this. Hillary Clinton was told that she was going to be president of the United States. She pitched an unbelievable fit and started throwing stuff, screaming, cussing, and got completely drunk. Got, it was so bad at the end of 2016 when she lost that she couldn't even address the crowd because she wasn't capable of it because she's basically an alcoholic, drug addict, lesbian. And it's just a weirdo. So you got to ask these guys, you know, you've got to realize that the United States has been rigging the elections for years. And this is why they really jumped on top of Donald Trump when he got in, because I think he really wanted to do something right. I've told you guys that over and over again, because they didn't know where it came from. They didn't know how he won. And then, of course, a lot of people are saying now, including Tory, that Mossad was involved. And, you know, I stopped this particular diatribe on this because I want you guys to realize that this guy, this has to go back to Mossad, CIA, and also MI6. All of these people are involved in this election fraud in our country, including levels of the FBI. And, and what we find, if you look at the, if you look what happened, you know, civil rights lawyer Harmon Delon, he joined Tucker Carlson to talk about Mark Zuckerberg's shocking admission last week that Facebook had censored this Hunter Biden laptop story after the FBI told them that it was Russian disinformation. She goes on. Harmet says, this confirms what she already knew. I already sued Twitter after the election for taking people down, including my client, Rogan Handley. And it turned out that he was taken down at the request of the California Secretary of State, who was auditioning to become the United States Senator in the Biden administration. So she says they filed a lawsuit, went to court, showed the judge all of the evidence of how the government was involved in the censorship, and the judge didn't buy it. The case is pending before the Ninth Circuit Court, and there's been many other cases like this. And this time, hearing it from Mark Zuckerberg's mouth is truly stunning. And, and you know, I don't know how the government can deny it. Listening to Harmit, you know, I was struck by the parallels we've learned from Tori Morris that I just quoted her about how the feds gained control of the U.S. election via privatized cutouts of the DHS contracting with state secretaries of state. One wonders how many people have gotten deplatformed by social media at the request of the secretary of state. Is this the exception or the norm? How many of these secretaries of state have requested deplatformings on the orders of the FBI? What is the ratio of the number of people deplatformed by AI, by the Secretary of State also, versus by green-haired social and media employees versus by the government? If we realize that we realize that Twitter has a revolving door with the FBI, after helping to orchestrate the crossfire hurricane endless coup that ran throughout the entire four years of Trump's presidency while he was the FBI general counsel, Jim Baker, then joined Twitter as deputy general counsel and VP of legal where he presided over the censorship of Hunter Biden's laptop from hell and the deplatforming of the sitting of the president and the commander-in-chief of the United States Armed Forces. Jim Baker invited Michael Sussman to work at Twitter, and the same Michael Sussman who represented the Democratic National Committee and who hired CrowdStrike to help them cover up Hillary's corruption by pushing the Russian hoax about the DNC servers being hacked by Russia during the 2016 elections. The same CrowdStrike that contracted with the states of Colorado and Ohio, as well as Hope County, North Carolina, to control their elections. Now we're starting to see where the rubber meets the road in the implementation of the globalist agenda, and it keeps coming back to the small groups of the FBI, deep state fronts like CrowdStrike, and also Davos, also CIA. Also Mossad, also FBI, also MI6, and all of these groups that work covertly through Operation Mockingbird to install all of their cronies into the media to continue to brainwash the population of the United States and to believing all these insane lies that are going on. 
And even the New York Post came out with the article said federal government is using social media giants to censor Americans. Ask a question or post a content about COVID-19 that runs counter to Biden administration's narrative, and you find yourself censored on social media. That's precisely what data analyst and digital strategist Justin Hart has said has happened to him. And so last week, the Liberty Justice Center, a public interest law firm, filed a lawsuit on behalf of the California against behalf in California against Facebook, Twitter, President Biden, and the United States Surgeon General Deke Murthy for violating the First Amendment right to free speech. Now, all of this stuff is being tied together because, remember, the deep state has been completely and totally compromised by blackmail. Excuse me. The deep state has completely and totally compromised the Congress of the United States of America, our government, by blackmail from Mossad. Now, we can pretend like it's not Mossad. We can go ahead and you know, walk out into the rain and get soaking wet and say, it's not raining. It's just sunshine out here today. And you can pretend like it's not happening to you. It's okay. It's all right. Whatever you want to do, whatever it takes for people to get through this, I guess, at this point, to deny the truth. Jesus said, the light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. And I talked about this on yesterday's show. The Republican Party and the conservative Republican patriots, who are basically really good people, a lot of Baptists, uh, but they don't want to believe any of the stuff that I've just told you this morning because they're too busy, you know, waiting for the rapture which was, again, perpetrated by the same Kabbalist Luciferian sect through the Schofield Reference Bible 120 years ago when they wanted to get Christians out of politics and say, nothing ever bad will happen to you because you're going to get raptured. Therefore, because you're going to be raptured, don't get involved in politics. You'll be taken care of. Well, guess what, guys? The United States is on a slippery slope to hell right now with over 60 million abortions and all the other things that we've done in this country and all this crazy satanic worship to Baal and all the things that this globalist Kabbalist group has pushed on us, you know, including all what they did through the Frankfurt School after they took over our government, basically, and took over the Federal Reserve Banks, or, excuse me, and took over the Treasury, the, 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 the uh, they took over the Exchange Stability Fund via the Fed and the Treasury became the Fed. And, and this is what happened back in the 30s. And then they continue to push more and more and more taxes, more and more everything on the American population so that at this point in time, we're sitting back going, what the heck just happened to the United States of America? And we talked about yesterday the destruction of that. But let's go back to Victoria's Secret. You say, well, why? I'm going to explain it to you right now because it ties right back to Epstein. There's a really interesting article. Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons Review. The lingerie chains links to Jeffrey Epstein must be explained. Why do you always think the worst of people, Mother Magan, I'm sometimes asked by sweet people and sweet children's lady who wrote the article. And so through the new documentary exposes Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons, in which it turns out that the multi-billion dollar lingerie change that marketed its models as the last word in hotness and glamour was a ruthless capitalist enterprise dogged by accusations of harassment, corruption, and abuse. During the course of the two-hour runtime, we meet old friends from the modern sexual abuse case, including Jeffrey Epstein, Gisley Maxwell, you know, John Locke Brunel, whose predations against girls and women he met at the head of Karen Models Agency and MC2 Model Management, financed, would you believe, by Epstein. It's all tied back together, guys. They use these beautiful Victoria's Secret models financed by Epstein to entrap these politicians along with other young girls. This is the group that worked together to do this, and they're all Israeli citizens. You can say it or not say it. It doesn't make a difference. All these top people in these groups. And you say they're dual citizens. And so you say, well, that doesn't mean anything. Okay, if it always looks like a duck and it always quacks like a duck and it always stinking walks like a duck, why can't we say it's a duck? 
Okay, This is the same group that set up Israel as a non-extradition country via the Balfour Declaration to get United States in the World War One to set up Palestine as Israel so they could have a non-extradition group. And the same group that's put together the Greater Israel Program has led us to endless wars in the Middle East. It's the same group. It's the same group that wants to rebuild a third temple to bring their satanic god back into this earth by him come out on the temple steps, as it says in the book of Thessalonians, and declare himself God. It's the same group. Now, do I mean all Jews are bad? Absolutely not. I did not say that. Don't put that in my words. I'm saying that Israel is bad. Israel is rotten to the core. Number one homosexual destination in the world. Sex with pretty much everything and anything's legal there. You know, they, they, they consider their abortion to be a sacrament. All this crazy crap is not Christianity. And we've got to get that. And so we've got to look now at what happened with Victoria's Secret. I've talked about this at length. And then I've ta- and I read that book the other day, a few months ago, and it's called Dead Men Tell No Tales, Epstein, Spies, Lies, and Blackmail. And I've told you guys to read it. And it ties it all together. Now, the new guy in the mix here with Victoria's Secret is Leslie Wexter. You know, he's the owner of the you know, lingerie company that has a peak sales of more than $7 billion. He became, became acquainted with Epstein back in the 80s when Wexter needed an entire an entree into the New York society. It was Wexter who sold him the townhouse that would become infamous as the spy cam of his abusive operations and raping all these young girls. It was Wexter who sold him the private jet that would become known as the Lolita Express. All of this from Victoria's Secret, guys. And it was ferrying underage girls whenever Epstein and his fellow predators needed them to go. Wexter gave Epstein power of attorney over his entire estate. Are you listening to me? worth hundreds of millions of dollars and didn't revoke it until 2007 after Epstein first was arrested in 2006. And this documentary on Hulu asked why this should be. It's such a puzzle because nobody wants to take a look at the fact that Mossad was running this entire operation. And Mossad has been used for years and years and years by Israel to cover up their interference in elections in countries all over the world, period, including the attack of the USS Liberty in which they strafed our ship 5,000 times, and they didn't have any repercussions to it because that piece of crap Lyndon Johnson was in league with them and basically was completely and totally compromised through his drug infiltration into Southeast Asia and the running of opiates from Southeast Asia using the Italian and Jewish mafia to basically distribute these drugs via the CIA to lily pad airports all over the world that were American air bases, over a thousand of them, and they used this to distribute it. When you see a drug bust coming from South America or Central America, and they say, we found you know a ton of opiates or a ton of this or a ton of that coming across the Mexican border, they allow that to happen. They allow it to happen because they don't want you to know that they're being flown directly into the United States on these military bases and being hidden in these bases as far as the opiates and all the other drugs that are coming across the border. And then every once in a while, some rival gang will try to push them through the southwestern border of the United States, and they'll, they'll bust them and say, oh, look at this. They're pushing all these drugs into the United States. Sixty-five million people now in the United States are addicted to opiates because of the Sackler family pushing oxycodone. And this is the group of people that you know, run, ran Purdue Pharma. They received billions of dollars in fines, but nobody went to jail. Nobody went to jail. And when you stop back and you look at this stuff, you kind of go, what the heck, man? Is this stuff all real? Well, yeah, it is real. And here's another article from SF Gate, and it says, New Hulu documentary reveals the dark discoveries about Victoria's Secret. I told you guys about Victoria's Secret two years ago. And now, and now Ghislaine Maxwell is in the Federal Correctional Institute in Tallahassee, Florida. And you know, it just so happens that moi, you're truly, Ted Brower, was a professor there for a year back in 1982. 
And I actually know that facility. I actually had to walk through it over and over again. And it's basically a country club. It's a really nice prison. It was for men when I was there, and now it's for women. And she's actually made best friends now with a two-time murderer who killed her husband, and they're hanging out together. I guess they're talking about running with the elite and chilling out. This is the group of people that have taken over the United States of America, these Kabbalist, Luciferian synagogue of Satan. And we stop and we look at it. We go, wait a minute. This isn't okay. How in the world did we find ourselves here? Why have the people in the United States allowed this to happen? And I'm going to reiterate this again. The reason it happened is because of the Schofield Reference Bible that was pushed by Cyrus Schofield when he stole the material from Darby, which nobody would have anything to do with, which made Israel a pivoting point in the New Testament with the end days and the return of Jesus Christ. And this is what they had to do to get the Christians who were unbelievably strong in the United States all the way up into the 50s and the 60s off the hook as far as making sure the politics were going to be good in the United States. Oh, it don't matter to me. I could care less about what you talk about on that talk show, Ted. I'm going to get myself raptured here pretty quick, and I'm going up in the first load because that's what the Schofield Reference Bible tells me, and that's what we're going to do. No, it's not. It's all. It's not true. And we've been lied to and lied to and lied to because they had to defang Christianity. And if people who are Christians, if they understood the power that they have through Jesus, the power that they have through a covenant with the Most High God, if they understood what they can do and how we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, because we've been set apart, guys. We have been sanctified by the blood of our Lord. And, guys, when we understand that, we have authority over all of this stuff if we take hold of it. Bible says the kingdom of God has been advancing since the beginning of time, and only forceful men take hold of it. And we've got to be able to do that. And that's the biggest problem that we see today. It's people, well, I just don't want to rock the boat. I just feel like I need to go along to get along. And if they give me another Pfizer shot, I don't know why I can't think anymore. I don't know why I can't have sex anymore. And I don't know why I can't do anything anymore. And I don't know why I keep having these mini strokes. I don't have any idea why. But give me another shot, boy. I'll take number four. I'm ordered another 171 million for the United States that haven't even tested. But line them up and we'll give them more shots. That's what's happening right now, guys. This whole group of people are doing everything they can to do their work of their father, which is Lucifer. Read it in the book of John, and this is the group, the Kabbalist Luciferian sect, the Kabbalists, who started all the way back with Moses when he went upon the mountain to get the Ten Commandments with their 70 elders. This is that group, the same group that's been running the show with the fallen angels and all these demonic entities since Genesis chapter 6. They haven't gone anywhere, by the way. But we have authority over them from the blood of the Lamb and through Jesus Christ. And we need to understand that. And if we do, we can change it all. <laughs> but you can't let Mossad off the hook. Nobody wants to talk about Mossad. Well, yeah, how about that? How about that? Because all the media is controlled by the same groups that control Mossad. It's the same groups that control everything. And we get it. We see it. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I said, once you see it and you understand what they're doing, and you really are, and you realize all these threads go back to the same centerpiece, it can't be unseen. So, guys, just continue to pray. I have not yet prayed for you guys this morning. I'll pray for you after the show. But I want you to know something. I love you guys. <laughs> and, and we're going to do all we possibly can to continue to tell the truth for as long as we possibly can. Austin, what do you think, buddy? And what's your next story? Well, you're spot on. This is one of the reasons why they've gone so aggressively after the children. This is why they're constantly trying to manipulate the minds of the young. If they know this generation, this age group, 
my even my age group and even some younger than me, we pretty much are starting to see the writing on the wall. I mean, it's not difficult to realize just about everything they're doing is rigged or at least massively manipulated. It's not difficult to see the mainstream media has been lying to us for years and years and years. COVID got a lot of people's attention. And they are highly, and I, I personally think the communist Democrats are doing everything they can to rig the midterms, like you said. That's why I encourage people to massively get involved. I mean, like I said, even last week with stuff that was going on, we still went out and voted on Tuesday, and we had a big sweeping change. We get a lot of these individuals that are hardcore communists out of the, the uh, school board here in Polk County because they have no business being here at all. We don't want this here. The vast majority of people in Central Florida don't want any of this indoctrination in the young children. But see, a lot of times people just get complacent, like Dad said. Just don't think about it. No, whatever. Send the kids to school. They'll learn. You know, I went to public school. I've heard that sometimes. I went to public school when I was younger. Well, yeah, that was, you know, in the 80s and 90s, which was bad enough back then. It ain't nothing like it is now. I mean, you got these. I mean, I saw the other day this article, San Diego. They're now saying, okay, well, we're going to drop the mass mandate for the schools in San Diego district wide for now, for now. But they might bring them back and they might bring them back to individual schools if we feel like we should do so. And instead of a district wide mandate, we might just bring them back to individual schools if a school gets at least three COVID cases within a 14 day period. And if conditions trigger a school mandate, masks will be required at least 14 days, if not longer. Guys, it's all manipulated theater. They're doing it to change the entire psyche of these young children, and they're doing it very effectively. Young children, especially when these children are five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, they're not living in a true reality of what's happening. They don't have deductive reasoning for the most part. They're getting reasoning skills, and they're growing and developing, yes. But they don't fully understand what's going on. And what these schools are doing is they're turning them into full-blown communist indoctrination camps. You wear your mask. You stand in line. You stay six feet apart. You keep your plexiglass between you. You don't play with each other at the school. Guys, prisons, prisons are more lenient in most cases than a lot of these schools were during COVID. Prisons were more open for people being able to do what they wanted to do freely than how they treated these 7, 8, 9, 10, 12-year-old kids in some of the schools. Think about that for a second. And this is why they're constantly pushing the narrative further and further and further. Then you got the Chinese Communist Party. These guys are turning into such clowns over there. The entire world is laughing at them because they're just absolutely eviscerating their population into believing COVID's everywhere. They've now put out a mandate saying during operations, fishermen must go undergo a test every day while they're out at sea, guys. And when they come back, fishermen and their catch reach the shore. Both human and goods have to be tested. They're saying that all crabs, all shellfish, all fish have to be swabbed and have a PCR test done on them now. I'm not joking. This is how insane they've gone in China and the Communist Chinese Party. Well, obviously, anybody that understands anything knows the PCR test doesn't actually pick up COVID. It can pick up detections of viruses, possibly on certain, certain as far as certain realms, that does not detect COVID. The virus was never fully isolated. The PCR test was never designed for COVID, not to mention fish don't have receptors that COVID latches onto. And secondly, the body temperature of fish is not suitable for viruses to survive. You're telling me a, a fish that lives underwater 
in most cases, 50, 60 degrees, 40 degrees, that viruses, that COVID is miraculously detaching them under the water and infecting fish. It's totally inept when it comes to science. There is no basis in reality. Yet China pushes this narrative. Remember, China is the same one that put out the propaganda footage during the first phase of COVID in January 2020 that showed people standing on the sidewalk and suddenly falling over on their face out of nowhere. China's the place that showed photos of people vomiting up copious amounts of blood because they catched they caught COVID a day or two before. China's the one that told us COVID was susceptible for everybody going in and having to be completely locked down and bodies being stacked on the sidewalk. That wasn't the same COVID we had here. Whatever they showed us was not what we had in the United States. It was a complete and total psyop on the United States to make everybody believe that essentially the world was coming to an end with a pandemic. When now everybody pretty much has come to the conclusion that it's an upper respiratory virus very similar to the flu and that everybody needs to maintain their immune system and stay strong and keep their lungs strong with NAC and keep their body strong with vitamin C, D3, and zinc and live life. But again, so many people have been so terrified through the mainstream media, through the psychop, that they'll believe anything they're told, like Dad said, including taking a experimental RNA injection that absolutely has no benefit being used in society. Now they're talking about the flu shot is going to transition over to RNA gene therapy. Imagine that. Everything's going mRNA gene therapy now because they realize how easy it is to change people's body composition and what it does to their, their DNA. Remember the lie they told us when they first came out with the shot that it's not going to affect your DNA? Then we find out that it's basically being stored in the liver cells and it doesn't go away and that it does actually change part of your genome. Oh, that's – well, that, that's just – that happens sometimes. That's not all the time with it. Guys, what do you think they're doing with this next shot, this bivalent shot for the new, the new variant? That they're stating – they're blatantly stating. Even Market watched an article on it. That there's no clinical trials they have to present on this, and there's no safety studies they have to present on this fifth booster they have now because it's under the umbrella of community of the RNA experimental shot now. doesn't have to – does not have to be tested at all. FDA, Pfizer basically has to send out a blanket form saying, hey, we've tested this. Our scientists believe it will work to stop COVID, and we say it works, so you have to approve it. And FDA is going to rubber stamp it. Boom, done. And they're going to roll it out. And I've told you guys before, I think this one rolling out is going to be the one that they use to start infecting people so they can come up with some type of very, very nasty, nasty virus wave in the fall. And they can say, oh, look what's happened. We have another variant that's starting to pop out now because it's the winter time. Look at this. The new shot we have, it's, it doesn't work for this new variant. So we've got to come up with a new, new, new one to come up with your sixth and seventh booster now to keep you protected. It's not going to stop. Pfizer already took the contract. They're, I mean, they're making billions of dollars hand over fist. Every couple months, there's billions of dollars getting handed to them. And yet, Nobody wants to question it in most of the mainstream media. Even a lot of the alternative media doesn't bring it up. And I saw that video that Dad was talking about earlier with the constant lies with, with uh, Zuckerberg on Joe Rogan. Joe, Zuckerberg blatantly goes, yeah, we were told that the laptop was Russian disinformation and the FBI told us to shut it down. The 
laptop is a very real story, and it's not Russian collusion. It's not Russian interference. It's a very real story with one of the most corrupt families in the entire country, and that's the Biden administration. That's one of the reasons why I personally think there's been so much involvement in Ukraine over the last year now. There is so much corruption. I told you guys when it first happened. Everybody goes, oh, support Ukraine, support Ukraine. We we just have to go through it with Ukraine. We have to have $7 a gallon diesel fuel because we have to fight Russia to save Ukraine. Really? So we're supposed to dissolve the entire world to save the third most corrupt country in the entire world? According to even Wikipedia, Ukraine's number three on corruption in the entire world. Okay, yeah, that makes total sense. Now you see what's going on in Britain right now, and this is deeply disturbing. I feel bad for everybody in Europe right now. They're now saying that the Brits' energy bill is going to soar by another 80% in the coming months. They said energy prices in Britain are set to triple for the average household this winter over last winter as Russian sanctions that are mandatory and green energy scams begin to take their toll. Last summer, basically, or last, excuse me, last winter, just last winter, not even a year ago, last winter, the yearly average for energy bills over there was around 1,200 pounds per year, which is pretty average. And you got to remember, over in Great Britain, a lot of people don't have big, giant houses with big, giant ceilings like we have down here in Florida. They have stuff that's very compact. If you've ever gone to England, I've been to England, I've been to Great Britain, a lot of the houses there are very compact. They try to do it to save as much energy as far as heat as possible because it gets very cold over there. So their energy bills are usually capped around 1,200 pounds per year. That's what they were last winter. Well, they're saying now, this winter, the new cap is going to be 3,600 pounds. Guys, this is a big hike for everybody over there. Then they're projecting by April next year, their cap, their energy cap, is going to be 6,600 pounds per year. This is for the average small household over there. That's $7,500 roughly per year that they're going to be looking at as far as their actual bill in conversion if you do pounds or about $7,700. These guys don't live in big houses down here. Most of Florida, our highest energy bill in the average house is like three to four hundred dollars a month max, and that's for a pretty big house down here in Florida. And then during the winter, it's like nothing, like one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars a month. But this is Great Britain, where most of these houses are very small, and they've been put on these budgets where they can afford this stuff because the cost of living is already very expensive over there. Now there's an article that came out, basically from Zero Hedge, and they're stating now that. Essentially, 70% of British pubs may not even survive winter as power costs skyrockets. They said that some pubs have claimed up to 500% increase. They said they can't afford the exponential rise in energy costs this fast. Well, why would they be doing that to a lot of small businesses? Remember, they already did this. Pubs and restaurants, as I told you guys at the beginning of COVID in 2020, are the number one place for people to converse, to share thoughts, to throw ideas around. So you go out to dinner with somebody. We talk. Got a business meal, business dinner, right? They go out to pubs in England. They go out to bars. They have this pubs like they have restaurants and stuff there too. They go out and talk. They have conversations with one another. They have dialogues. They have ideas they throw around. They don't want people doing that. That's the main reason why they shut those factors down during COVID. Remember, you could go to Sam's unfettered on your way as much as you wanted. You could go to Costco and Walmart because remember they were essential. Of restaurants, pubs, any places you could go to converse, all of those guys, all of them got shut down immediately. You remember that? Because remember, it was for your protection. 
then we found out, well, the whole thing started to turn out to be a complete and total fakery and that people were getting sick and some people were dying, but the vast majority of people that were actually really dying from COVID, not from remdesivir or from the medical industrial complex of the hospital pumping them full of drugs they didn't need, that actually died from COVID were morbidly obese and they had two or more comorbidities. But again, it was for your protection to shut you down because you weren't essential. They don't want people being able to converse and talk to one another in person. They want everything to be done electronically so that everything is monitored, everything is data logged, and everything is algorithm, and that nobody has the ability to walk around and travel freely or speak freely with one another. Everything is monitored. They want you to sit in your house, order Uber Eats, watch your Netflix, and sit at home and get your prescription drugs dropped, your prescription drugs dropped off to you by Amazon. They put all those things into place over the last couple of years and work from home. That's their main goal. They do not want people conversing and traveling and talking and having conversations. Because remember, people start going to dinner together. People start going to pubs together. People start throwing ideas out and saying, this is kind of weird. I don't like this. Other couple people say, yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. I just didn't want to say anything. Well, ask so-and-so over here. Ask so-and-so over here. Yeah, I don't like this either. We're not going to deal with this anymore. We're done. We're no longer complying with this. That's why they're doing it. The green energy scam is just that. It is going to be, in my opinion, one of the biggest scams larger than COVID ever perpetrated in the American populace and the global populace. That's what they're getting everything lined up for. Remember, you have to go without any type of heat this winter, guys. It's to save Ukraine. We're going to freeze out an entire continent, countries, all across the European continent, and we're going to freeze everybody out. Well, because we're, we're going to show Russia we're not going to buy their energy because we're doing it to, to save Ukraine. You know, Do it for Ukraine. It's a complete and total joke. It's lunacy at its best example. But again, nobody wants to question it, and you can't say anything about it. That's why it is so important to get vocal. It is so important to get active, especially in local areas, local communities, local politics, local school boards, the best you can. And at the very least you can do is make sure you actively vote for people that you know are going to be promoting a constitutional republic and are patriots and that you're getting involved in the elections and making sure that they're having true voting and not this scam just buffoonery we saw in 2020. I mean, nobody has a complete vertical jump on a graph scale like that. Everybody saw it. All of a sudden, Trump's leading, Trump's leading. All of a sudden, Biden gets a doggone rocket ship and goes straight up by, by millions of votes within an hour, right when they happened to shut all the polls down because they allegedly couldn't handle it because of COVID. It was a complete and total farce. Everybody knew it was a farce. And again, this is what you start having – you have happen in a tyrannical society. You can't say anything. You can't talk about anything that's going on. You can't question a narrative, and you do not have a true election. You just have a manipulated theater that they tell you is okay. That's why, again, it's so important to continue to keep your mind and your body and your, your, your total immune system strong. I saw an article earlier just adding to more of the buffoonery we're seeing. The IRS official chosen to lead the new centralized office – Featuring the new 87,000 employees that they're somehow popping out of nowhere, funded by Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, is going to be the same individual that was involved at the top of the agency that was targeting conservative groups that opposed Barack Obama's reelection in 2012. Yes, Nicole Flax, 
You named it. Nicole Flack serves, serves as the chief of staff for the acting IRS commissioner, Stephon, Stephen Miller, who was fired amid the cover-up of the scandal. When Republican lawmakers sought communications related to the scandal, Flack's emails were among those agencies claim were lost in a computer hard drive crash. The IRS, the lawmakers charged with attempting to cover up the fact that it was conveniently lost key documents in the investigation. Well, we have found out now that the new centralized office to implement elements of this bill, including the 87,000 agents providing an $80 billion budget. Uh, yeah, that's going to be good old flax. She's back at it again. She goes on to say, and this is her comment she put in a memo. We have a unique once-in-a-generation opportunity to transform the IRS in a way to help taxpayers fundamentally improve our tax administration that is vital to the success of our country. This is an exciting opportunity, and we'll be moving quickly with our work. Guys, like Dad just said, it's a revolving door. They recycle the same corrupt individuals over and over. Scott Gutlieb runs the FDA and gets all types of drugs and vaccines approved that should never have been approved. Then he heads right over to Pfizer. <laughs> is on the board of Pfizer. You bounce all around, guys. It's a revolving door that he's basically instrumental in making sure the stuff gets approved for the CDC and for the FDA to come through. This is how it works all over the place. And as bad as rough as it is, and you have to continue to call it out because you're seeing a reckoning now. You're seeing people waking up. There's a huge portion of the population that I've talked to now that is really starting to wake up. The problem is people need to have more information. People need to have more truth about what's happening. That's why it is so important to get the truth out there as much as you possibly can. That's why I thank you for supporting Health Masters and supporting the show the best you possibly can and getting the truth out there. What do you think, Deb? I think this is a really good show today, Austin. I mean, wow. And I'm listening to you going, man, he's dead on. Just right, 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 right. What I read you earlier, that was right. And, uh, you know, you're not going to hear this in one unified spot, and you're not going to hear anything about this being tied back to Christianity, Zionism, the Kabbalists. Luciferians, the Satanists, they don't want anybody to talk about that. And you get these people that are basically put on Fox that are almost all CIA cutouts and NBC and CBS and ABC, and they all they do is lie or they tell you little partial truths to direct the direction that they want the population of the country to think in. It's ridiculous. By the way, privacy experts now are saying that Amazon is expanding its surveillance empire through acquisitions. And you want to know who owns Amazon, right? You have BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, the same bloodline families that are doing all of this crap are the same ones who owns this. And now they're continuing to push that they want to own everything, including have privacy completely eliminated in the United States by continuing to control all of the narratives on everything. John Whitehead had an excellent commentary today. He goes, the American kleptocracy, a government of liars and thieves and lawmakers. Unbelievable. And lawbreakers. This is just I'm going to just read you part of this. This American kleptocracy basically is trying to render the Constitution meaningless. This government of kleptocrats is an all powerful citizenry to, is powerless to defend itself against its agents who steal, spy, lie, plunder, kill, abuse and generally inflict mayhem and sow madness on everyone and on everything in their sphere. Now, I'm going to stop for one second. I'm adding this. Our Constitution is wholly inadequate for a group of Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of satan weirdos to basically be brained in because there's too many loopholes for people that are not of god the constitution was primarily written by men who were christians who wanted to have the rule of law based on the word of god govern the united states of america and these people did the same thing they did in the bible where it talks about they're the synagogue of satan had they nullify the word of god for the sake of their traditions this time it would be the traditions of lying and stealing and cheating this is what these guys are and who they are think about it 
almost every tyranny being perpetrated by the U.S. government against the citizenry is purportedly to keep us safe and our nation secure. This is a lie, and it's come about by the result of some great manufactured threat or another by our own government or another false flag. I'm adding things to this, by the way. Cyber warfare, okay? terrorism, biochemical attacks, the nuclear arms race, surveillance, the drug wars, domestic extremism, the COVID pandemic. In almost every instance, the U.S. government office spearheaded by the FBI, I'm going to add CIA, MI6, and Operation Mockingbird is the typical Machiavellian fashion show, so show this is sowing the seeds of terror domestically, internationally, in order to expand its own totalitarian powers to bring in a one-world government under Lucifer, under Noahide laws. That's who's doing it. Who is the biggest black market player and stockpiler of cyber weapons that are manufactured almost exclusively out of Israel and Tel Aviv? Oh, yeah, that this is weaponized malware that can be used to hack into computer systems, spy on citizens, and destabilize vast computer networks. Well, the biggest buyer of it is the U.S. government. And by the way, I spoke to Benjamin Netanyahu personally. I had dinner with him 20, over 20 years ago, and he tried to get a bunch of us to invest in Israel. And he said Israel had backdoor programs into every software package in the world. He told us that personally. So you can go ahead and scream and pitch a little fit and run around the room yelling and hollering and saying, I don't know. It's firsthand information from him to my ears. Just thought I'd mention that real quick. Who is the largest weapons manufacturing sport in the world? Well, that'd be the U.S. government. Which country has a history of secretly testing out dangerous weapons and technologies? That's the U.S. government. Which country has conducted sex, secret experiments on unsuspecting populace? That, that would be, that would be again, the U.S. government. Uh, you know, basically, you know, make people sick by spraying them with chemicals, injecting them with infectious diseases, and exposing them to airborne toxins. Let's talk chemtrails and geoengineering here. What country has a pattern and practice of entrapment that involves targeting vulnerable individuals, feeding them with propaganda, know-how and weapons intended to turn them into terrorists, and then arresting them as part of an elaborately orchestrated counterterrorism sting. That would be the FBI, the U.S. government. Are you getting the picture yet? The United States isn't protecting us from terrorism. The United States government is creating the terror because the United States has run to dual citizens from other countries and the boys at Davos and the central banks that are controlled via the boys at Davos. In fact, it's the central source of terror is the United States government because it has completely and totally usurped all of us. It's what they've done. Consider that this very same government has taken every bit of technology sold to us as being in our best interest, GPS devices, surveillance, non-lethal weapons, etc., and they have used it against us to track, control, and trap, and trap us. So why is the government doing this? Money, power, total domination? Well, it's beyond that. I'm going to step away now from this article. What it's about, again, is that one world government. The United States government has already been usurped. It's already in the pockets of the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdos. That's who runs the planet. Always remember that. Guys, I love you guys, and I just absolutely appreciate you so much. Wow, what a show today. Austin, finish it up. I'll pray for you guys later, and I really, really appreciate you, and I thank you for the support of Health Masters. Absolutely, and we continue to get the truth out there the best we possibly can. i got a lot of other articles I'm going to get to tomorrow. Ran out of time today. It's just been a wild show, wild day, and a lot of stuff happening. And the details that we're starting to see with so many of these groups and the just blatant hypocrisy we're seeing should be a clear-cut example to everyone to not go along with any of this. When you have people that boldface lie to you and they're pathological liars and they lie to you over and over and over and over and over and over again <laughs> repeatedly 
and then suddenly they come out and say, well, by the way, we're not lying this time. We're, we're totally being truthful with you. Guys, that's pretty much guaranteed uh, they're lying to you again. And once you realize that a group of individuals or a group of people that are running something are pathological liars, you have to understand that you have to do everything you can to expose their lies, no matter how difficult that is. And no matter how difficult it is to stand up against them as far as from a societal norm area, it's our duty and it's our requirement. If you know something is to be a lie, you have to call it out for that. You can't just go along with it and say, well, I know it's a lie. I know it's perversion. I know it's wrong, but I'm just going to kind of be quiet about it because I don't want to rock the boat. Not okay, guys. Not as Christian patriot Americans. You've got to continue to stand up and say what you believe and stand by your conviction. Please, if you need anything, healthmasters.com. told you earlier, we have the, uh, the August NAC Super Sale, the N-acetyl cysteine, great for the lungs, along with the purple stick case lots on sale. Four packs of the Food Bucket Organics. Lots of different stuff on the front webpage right now. Be sure to check it out, along with the product of the week, the potassium iodine. Incredibly good for the thyroid, for energy, and for overall immune health. On the website right now is product of the week. So be sure to vote. Thank you, my friends, for the support and getting the truth out there. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.